0: we'll just we'll just go and because now i really just want to go down rabbit holes yeah. with you after the first one like let's talk corner kicks let's talk yeah that sort of playing direct ball that drive me nuts let's um all right let's so hey again thanks for the second time joining me today after some technical issues um i do apologize but i do appreciate you being such the such the trooper i just want to we're going to do this differently this is going to be totally totally different let us continue let us let us talk about corner kicks to start out totally not going down my (laughs) script anymore because i'm so spent but we talked at the at the end about my theories about corner kicks not working and i'd like to get your thoughts What are your thoughts on corner kicks as a general thing? Excuse me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was a good year for us actually with corner kicks. I think we had a program record Mm. for the amount that we took. Uh, So that was a positive uh, as far as converting and coaching them and kind of practicing them a little bit better to, to, you know, play short and, and have some different options of that. We could probably improve that. So I think, you know, if you have the height and you have the bodies to, to just lump it in, that that's one method. Is that the preferred method for us right now? Probably not. And I know your, your opinion and thoughts on that in our first interview, um, you know, so I think, I think it depends on the personnel and, um, you know, it depends on who you have and it depends on the opponent mm. that you're playing. Obviously.
0: How how much time during the regular season do you do, do you, do you, do you practice corners And I know during the regular, during the season, it's probably your time is so limited, but. Yeah, I mean, this year we
1: practiced a little bit more, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, We just felt that we had some creative Mm. players that were able to, um, you know, play it short, whip it into the box when it was necessary, or shoot Mm. from distance if they had to. And and I think this this spring, so you had one of the questions on the earlier interview, what Mm -hmm. focus on the spring, what should we do? Um, and I think we're going to be practicing that a bit more. And then hopefully um, – I don't know if perfecting is the word, but, but definitely improving that a bit on the fall because I, I know that we have the players to do that and it's just tweaking mm-hmm. some things as well to, to try yeah. to improve that a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm always curious about – you know, like you're the professional ranks, they have they could spend entire sessions just on corner kicks because they have that luxury, and we certainly don't. But, um, <laughs> hey, let me just <laughs> – I'll just – you know start from the start what maybe you can give for the second time your rundown of of how you ended up at central sort of your 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 soccer history and um yeah
1: yeah i mean uh i came here 20 plus years ago so back in 1999 um you know when we used the vhs tapes and Email was just coming about, and I don't think we had cell phones then, so it was a little bit more, uh, yeah, yeah, a little older in those those moments. Um, but we were able to, to, you know, come out here and I think uh, send Gary the, the VHS tape, and he, he was uh, liking what he saw and came out here 20-plus years ago and played for him and came from Kalamazoo, Michigan originally uh, out here and played for an English coach who kind of took a leap of faith to come out here to Central to Pella, Iowa uh, as well. Um, We're part of his first recruiting class and just really soaked it all in. And, uh, you know, to this day I have bonds with those guys that we graduated with Um, and we come back every year for the alumni match. So just really, really, that got me, you know, engaged in Central and then took some time away, coached, coached Division One, coached club. I was a director of coaching and then came back here to Central to coach the women back in 2011. Um, and just haven't Mm. looked
0: back since, um, I actually afterwards, I, I started going online, looking at, at the campus and whatnot. First of all, your soccer field is, I mean, top notch, right? Like that's professional looking grass field, beautiful beautiful place to play a game and then the campus is, is lovely because I always say to my wife why don't we live in Pella, Iowa it's better than New Jersey right like <laughs> so you know you're, you're like the 90th destination I've told my wife why don't we move to someplace so um, I, I asked you this too as well and I always ask it's just the the quality of players over the years have, you know, I I personally think they've just gotten better. I I think intelligence wise and game awareness wise, I I was wondering your thoughts on that and see if, if, if they match up.
1: Yeah, I think you're, I think, I think they do. I think, um, you know, what we spoke about earlier, I think the level of player and just the opportunities that they have now, whether it's with personal trainers, whether it's club, whether it's with high school and even becoming, you know, more advanced with high school coaches. I mean, when we played, we had our, our parents coaching us. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, whether it was Little League or, or, or soccer. And to be honest with you, I missed those days. And that kind of got us going on, on uh, when I first came here in 2011, yeah, yeah. the grit that those players had and just ability. Um, I'm not saying that we don't have that now. We do. But I think, you know, we could really put our hat on that back in the day. Um, and just grind some games out. Whereas now there's just so many options and so many things that we've got to plan for as a college coaching staff that, you know, maybe back in 2011 or back when we played, Mm -hmm. we just didn't have to. So I think the, the, the soccer IQ has gone up. I think the, the level of players gone up, I think where areas of improvement need to be had would be the whole empowerment versus entitlement would be the whole, Hey, you've got to, you know, what's the hardest part at practice or what's you want to be better sweat more. Yeah. That's very true. (laughs)
0: Like I I tell my, I tell the simple players all the time, like, you know, you have to earn it every day and, and there's no, just when you think you're good enough, somebody's going to run over you. It's just the way, I mean, that's life. And, you know, just when you think you're all that somebody's going to humble you. And I think that's a, you got to work for it. Right. And, um, uh, totally. I do want to ask you and talk about your turnaround, so because this really intrigues me, and I'm going to approach it a little bit differently than than I did before, but you, you were brought onto a team that the three years prior to you joining was six, forty six and one. and then in the first three years of your when you arrived, you went thirty four, nineteen, and five. And so, let's start with what were some of the things that you did when you got there, right? Because to me, that's pretty dramatic. And i I could get I could get on board, right? If you got there, you tweaked some things, and then you went five hundred, right? Like that—that was, you know what I mean? Like because you're (laughs) you're the disparity is so great, but you basically flipped you basically flipped the narrative on on that whole on on the whole program within the first 3 years. So I'm just curious what what were the some of the first things that you did um to to set you on that path.
1: Yeah, I think um you know, taking over a program that that was was struggling a bit um for a few years um you know, was, was difficult and in in itself. Um you know, just kind of coming into that situation, but Uh, You know, coming in, I think what we had talked about as a a new staff, because I was just getting to know the new staff as well when I first came in, um, was how can we make their experience uh, more successful? How can we create confidence? How can we create consistency? How can we demand commitment from them? So our three C's really started from that back in 2011. And here we are 12 years later still talking about that. So those were our core values that... um, you know, we, we kind of started with mentally. And then as far as from a soccer playing standpoint and sessions, making the grids a little bit bigger, if we're doing possession, making the goals a little bit bigger for working on passing through goals or scoring through gates. Uh, so you had more success, uh, and then given three positives for one negative, because, you know, if you're, you're beat down a little bit, you're, you're not winning some matches. Uh, you can, you can develop that, that, mm-hmm. you know, poor is me attitude or, uh, you know, just, Hey, point the finger outwardly mm-hmm. when sometimes you got to point it back at yourself. I think those are some things that we worked on, um, yeah. weekly and daily that's, with our uh, women. Uh,
0: that's interesting. So, so, I, I mean, it sounds like you did a lot of different things, but it was mostly, how do you build up their confidence to believe in themselves as soccer players? Would...
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was, that was task number one, right? Cause you how are you going to win matches? How are you going to compete when, when, when you're just not, you're not accustomed to Mm -hmm. to grinding out some of those matches or just saying, okay, well it's us and we've lost today. And so be it. Um, you got to have that, Mm -hmm. that, that grinded out mentality. And I think, I think we had that when I got there too. I think, I think some of the older players knew how to do that. It was just implementing that with Mm -hmm. uh, some more younger players and possibly a little bit more talent, um, you know, that that helped kind of steer the boat the right way.
0: At at what point in your, since 2011, did you think, okay, I have the program I want and I have the path sort of laid out. Does that make sense?
1: It does. Um, To be honest with you, I'm still, I think it'd be, (laughs) <laughs> I'll advise if I said that it's, it's where, where your boss be wouldn't like that. <laughs> um, I'm constantly, No. And I'm constantly working on that. It's 2023. I'm, I'm 41. I, I came to this program when I was 29 and mm. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Right. So the, the age is, is, is growing. I'm, I'm, I like to call myself a map, <laughs> a middle-aged professional now. Um, You know, so I think some of those things just come over time that you have to figure it out. But, you know, for us just coming in with the mentality that we want to improve, that we want to get better every day, that, that I think 2014 really when we made the conference final and we were 11, I think four and four that year um, and got runner up in league and then made the conference final and lost, unfortunately on the 18th penalty. Um, I was like, okay, three or four years in, I think we're, I think we're building something. And then 2016, we went 15, four and one, 2017, 14, two and three. I think between 14 and 18, really those years, we really kind of developed, this is what mm-hmm. CCWS is all mm-hmm. about. And this is what the three C's are all about. And this mm-hmm. is how we're going to win and compete to win titles. And, and I, compete I, I for would titles. say you
0: probably got to a point where you were flying high, right? Like seeing that type of success, from the work that you, and the groundwork and all those players that contributed along the way, and then suddenly you finally reach a point where you said eighteenth penalty kick. I'm assuming you went nine rounds. Okay, okay, <laughs> yes, that's a pain pain point. <laughs> yes. And so as former, yeah, yeah,
1: as a former goalkeeper, oh, right? It's uh, holy hell. Like, what are you mentally? It's just, and and I feel we had the best or if mm-hmm. not the, one of the best goalkeepers in the whole league at that time. And I think mm-hmm. we had both of them. Our backup uh, was also phenomenal. And, and I just think when you got a great, gotcha. strong goalkeeper, you're going to keep you in a lot of matches. But yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That was gut-wrenching, oh, my could... friend. That oh was... my God.
0: <laughs> that was a hard After all, all that energy, you just sort of, I would have just melted. That's just the way, especially being on the wrong <laughs> end, right? Like you just, that's, that's a bummer. Well that yeah that's
1: the part of D three soccer that, that your Pep Guardiola saying, Hey, yeah, you know, you go to what is it, North London, that's like going to come out part here. of your house man, we well, we had to
0: drive back four hours. That's funny. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like, Wow, ah, if I ask such and such a coach, how's he gonna respond? I'm like, I drive six hours for a stupid game, you know, like what through through the middle of nowhere, you know. Um Hey, as I I do want to touch on, right, I, we talked about Gary Laidlaw and just maybe you could talk about the coaches that sort of influenced you and who you've become as a coach. Um, just for everyone's reference, Gary Laidlaw is the head men's coach at Central that you assisted for a little bit and now are colleagues with, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been here since I think '98, um, so he's been here 26 years or somewhere around there, 25, 26 years. He stood in my wedding. Great mentor, great colleague, great friend. Um, just great, just a great person, a great coach. And a lot of my beliefs and how I view coaching and teaching mm-hmm. and education come from him. Um, you know, before you know, kind of coaching here. One of his best friends, Adam Howarth coached at EIU, Eastern Illinois University. And he's now the state director, been for, for quite some time now, the state director of Illinois. Um, and a lot of the methodology, just how to kind of run a college program, I learned from Adam. And I was 21. I'm 41 now. So this was half a lifetime ago, literally, you know, that I'm coaching guys that are older than me, right? So you ha- when you get thrown in like that, you got to develop pretty quickly on on what you believe in and how you carry yourself and um and I would say even before that like in high school like you gotta what is the old thing like you, every mm-hmm. coach had a coach that believed in him right that was the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 motto then and I had club coaches Andy Beal and, and and uh Kyle Mason at TKO and Kalamazoo that really I was a baseball soccer guy and I gave up baseball as a junior came in for a club and they said you know what you could play in college you could maybe mm-hmm. try to walk out at Western or try to I had a couple of NEI offers as well, and they really mm-hmm. provided that belief in me that that took me on four years here at Central, and then Gary took it from there and coached me, and and I just I absolutely loved my time as a youth, and and now as a, as a college. So we coach joked
0: here. earlier about Kalamazoo College being right there in your, you know, it, oh, it was. It was
1: literally in my backyard. I, when I was, grew up, it was literally wow. the soccer pitch was wow. in my backyard. That's gun.
0: that's that would be <laughs> glorious for me. I would that would be I would dig that. Um, I mean, was there a reason for Central, right? Like, or was it just I? I don't want to stay in Kalamazoo. I don't want to jump the fence to be at my soccer game, if you know, and then come home. Um, mm-hmm.
1: a bit of both. Uh, you, know, I came here, and. and I will say it because I think it's truthful. I came here to play soccer and get an education. I came here to play it for Gary and get an education. I didn't mm-hmm. come here to get an education yeah. and then play. You see. So I was still a student athlete. That yeah, was yeah. well versed. You know that being a division three. I know that. But I can honestly say I he believed in me. He saw something. We turned a program around on the men's side. Like they were, I don't know what their record was when I was a freshman or when we wow. graduated, we were 16, 2 and 1, conference champs. And and he really said, you know what, you can come in here and mm-hmm. really start some of this resurgence. And I believed wholeheartedly in him. But uh, that's one of the reasons. And then I wanted to leave Kalamazoo, um, get out of it a bit. A lot of my yeah. buddies went to Hope, went to Calvin, or they went to Michigan State, Grand Valley State, Michigan, Western Michigan. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to make my own name um, yeah. and came out here and have a um, look back.
0: Yeah, there's some great Michigan schools, too, right? Like, it's not to. Um, hey, so. So give me your assessment of your season. How do you think it, it, how do you think it went? How pleased satisfied are you from, from, from how it, how it turned out?
1: Um, yeah, I think it was a good season. We were nine, six, and three. We did some good things. Non-conference tied hope beat Platteville, beat Davis, um, you know, had some had some good wins along the way in league. Uh, beat four through nine in league. We're tied. Um, one through three, like I told you earlier, they kind of, uh, there was a separation there, I felt a bit. Um, and they, they beat us, and we need to get better, and we need to improve. So, satisfied? No, not satisfied. Happy with how we played at times? Yes, totally. Do I feel it was a good season? Yes, I do. Do mm-hmm. I feel it was the best season? No, I don't. Um, so, I think having some some realistic observations and just kind of looking at it when you're away from it. Um I think we did well, but I think there was areas as a staff, as myself, as a head coach, we could have improved and, mm-hmm. and continued on a little bit more so we did. I
0: have to ask you, so you, you talk we talked a little bit about the separation between one through three. Um is there like do 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 you see any impediments to to being at that level you know does anything stop central from uh, from reaching that does that yeah
1: yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. um I don't because we've done it before yeah. back in fourteen seventeen uh twenty sixteen we've done it um I think each year is different um, yeah. and I just think our league is so darn tough that if you're not on it for ninety minutes yeah and I know we talked about overtime before, but not on it for yeah. 90 minutes, you're going to get beat in our league. So you've got to be all in for 90 minutes, halftime, mm-hmm. adjustments, everything. And then when that when that clock yeah, hits zero, yeah, yeah. then you can breathe. That's,
0: um, <laughs> no, you... You know? So. And, and we didn't... I didn't ask you about the um, American Rivers Conference, but, right, Wartburg, Loris, and... Hope? no no sorry um it's number three simpson that's it that's it who you simpson uh, like those are those are rec- like v- at least in the last year couple of years are su- super recognized in the women's game Wartburg especially right like top I think they were number five or six, somewhere in that range. I mean, really, really top-notch. So you're not going up against slouches, right? Like, that's, that's, I guess, what my point is, right? (laughs) Like, you're – as I'm always curious, right? Like, I have this weird theory. If Messiah University, who I think plays some of the best soccer that I watch, um, can win national championships, any school can. Just because of, I, I just it surprises me. So I, I'm always curious about teams that are really good. Is there something that stops you? Sometimes it's the school, right? Like there's there's not that investment, but clearly looking at your facilities, there is. So um, and like you said, you did you did do it before. It's not it's not out of out of reach. So. Um, you know that that'd be a good one. Let's. How about just talk a little bit about the American Rivers Conference? I'm a little bit more familiar on the men's side just because I interviewed um, um, Coach uh, Garcia Prats uh, at uh, on the men's side at Luther, and so I got interesting yeah. perspective. But maybe you could talk a little bit about the conference and the competition. And I know you mentioned that you think it's still one of the best conferences out there, uh, competitive-wise. So.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think you're right. Warburg-Loris, yeah. warper got up to five or four this year. Uh, Loris this year was six mm-hmm. to eight, I think. Last year was top four uh, back in 2021 when they made the final four. Um, and back in 21, we lost to them 1-0, but we were even on shots at our place. So that tells you about the parity in our league. Any team can win, and it tells you how – I mean, Warburg usually makes Sweet 16, Elite 8 at times. Uh, I think Loris this year was Sweet 16 or Elite 8. Last year, they were Final Four back in 2021. So, yeah, from top to bottom, it's it's legit. Mm -hmm. Simpson was ranked in the region. We've been ranked in the region as well. So anyone, like I said earlier, top one through five really on any given day can win. But I think the the one through three, just this year, there's a bit of separation. More I think priority. it's usually more, yeah. um, it's a little bit tighter. Yeah. And I think uh, we're looking to get back to that this next year for sure. And I think, I think we will, but I also think those other teams will yeah. be just as good as yeah, they've been, yeah, if yeah. not better as well. So it's, well, I think it's challenging. Too, right. Like
0: two, t- two players that I mentioned earlier, Grace Coates with 12 goals and one assistant, Paige Cahill with five goals and 10 assists. Right. Like, Grace is a sophomore and Paige is a junior, so, uh, you know, best thing that happens to freshmen are sophomores, and the best thing for sophomores is to become a junior, right, and you just sort of want that progression to get older and, and more accustomed, so, um, you know what, maybe you could talk about Grace and Paige and some of the other players that, that sort of make up your backbone of the program.
1: Yeah, I think um, you started off with two good ones there. Grace uh, was top two or three in the league in goals and points. Uh, was all region for us. Our, our uh, ninth or tenth all region player since twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, um, and our first one since about twenty eighteen. Um, so she's a she's a typical number nine. She can just go at people, score goals, great size, great speed, great athleticism. And then you got Paige Cahill's at five goals, ten assists she led the league in league in assists. And I joked around earlier and, and I, you know, it might be some other coaches watching this when it, when it comes out, but in my head, I don't see how you can't be all conference when you lead the league in and assist in conference. So that's an anomaly to me that my Polish brain can't, can't wrap its, wrap its head around. So maybe, maybe you'll have better thoughts on that or can explain it better to me, uh, since I know you coached at Princeton as well, but uh yeah, I can't figure yeah. that one out. And then we've got other players. Rachel Daniels, she put big goals for us. I was a senior on the other flank. And then our center mids had 12 to 14 goals. And you don't do that no. without yeah. being able to strike from distance. So Abby Fry, uh, Amber mm-hmm. Santana from Arizona and California, they they really got on the goal sheet as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it was an overall team effort.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not just one um, or two players. So I have no nothing to add <laughs> as to why. <laughs> 10 assists doesn't do it for anybody because those are like I, I mentioned earlier, like you don't score goals without assists. So somebody who has double digit assists, that to me speaks volumes, right? Like there is something special to that player. It's not one, it's not two it's in her case, 10. So 10, you scored 10 goals as a result of one player. I mean, that's, that's, that, that should be a, yeah significant exactly Signific- exactly think- you want sign statistically significant that should be awarded but then again right like i said right i you, you know what they do they put in a spreadsheet all the names in a spreadsheet they sort by goals they pick the tops and then they throw in a couple defenders and a goalkeeper to feel better all right they don't that my thing is is <laughs> silly as it is my best 11 that's usually best 30 35 I actually try to build a roster. So, so you know, I try to find the best right back and the best – like, whatever my formation is, which is usually a 4-3-3 or a 3-5-2, whatever it is, I try to fit the person into those. So, you're going to – I'm mean, going to have four defenders, right? Because that's your roster or that's your starting lineup, um, which yeah. I think would go a long way if they started doing that one. But it takes a lot of work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so – I will say that. Uh, yes, yes.
1: Well, and, and to be with you, this is one year I've had other colleagues that that have done similar attacking wise or whatever, and, and maybe their name doesn't get called. And I just I think, I yeah. look, either way, it's going to be flawed a bit. Right. So you just got to move on for, from it. And, and uh It doesn't diminish any of my thoughts for for said players as well, right? She could still,
0: I don't know, right? She could be one of the best midfielders you've ever had, right? Just in terms of production or wingers uh, in terms of production, right? Just because of all of the stuff that she created along the way and throwing in uh, five goals there. Um, Yep. What? Let's talk about your spring and sort of what you like to approach. And let's talk about the Europe trip that we are going on. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I've already started between the time we had our technical issues to now. I've already packed like four bags of stuff. So I, I hope it's not too much, but maybe another bag or two. But maybe let, let, let's let talk a little bit about that. Let's start with, with Europe. Um why don't you talk a little bit about the trip and, and how, how, how important you think the, these trips are.
1: Uh, I think they're massive. Uh, we've gone in 2012, 2015, 2019, and this is our fourth tour, uh, to Netherlands and Germany, uh, as a program. Um, you know, we are a Dutch school, so we are central college Dutch and we like to say go Dutch literally. And, and we jump over the pond in about three weeks time. And, uh, Jan Proyn at Soccer Active, he's mm-hmm. coached in Ajax. I don't know if you've heard of that name, but he's done Dutch Touch as well in St. Louis. He, he has a lot of connections. So we have, in my opinion, one of the best land packages mm-hmm. um, around for the money. Uh, we're, we're going nine, ten days. Um, we are going to three or four professional matches. We're going to see NEC Nijmegen versus FC Utrecht, yeah. uh, which has an American plan for him as well. Jan, I think knows hey. that player's agent, so maybe we'll get to see him after. The I'm match. excited, right? Um, <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. we're doing three or four um, mm. you know ma- matches that we're playing. We're we're getting trained three times by professional coaches, um, and then we're also doing stadium mm. tours. So we're going to Croy Arena in Amsterdam doing stadium tours, and we are also watching PSV Eindhoven train the women, uh, the head coach, the the women's team, and the ear uh, de vis uh, train and, and get interviewed after, and then also Bayer Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. Jan knows the head coach there; he's actually a Dutch guy. So we will watch them train, and we will nice. do a Q and A after that too. With yeah. I mean, you can't really no. I mean, you know those clubs; and you can't really beat that.
0: I don't think people realize how hard that is to get. You don't get to watch se- training sessions just because <laughs> you can't just show up and watch them. It doesn't work that way, right? um that's awesome yeah like i said i'm really excited exactly. you know and I'm, i've i been working on my dutch i don't know any <laughs> words no i don't know any words oh yeah
1: well, so yeah well i'll teach yeah. you one thank you uh very much in dutch so that's about
0: all i'll I I'll, uh, I'll just point to you then i'll be like i don't speak dutch he does <laughs> um Just to talk a little bit about um, your spring then. So you're going to get the 10 training sessions before you get over to Europe. You're going to do the nine, whatever, eight or nine days in Europe. And then you come back and sort of where do you think your focus is going to be aside from recovery (laughs) from that trip um, for, for the rest of that spring?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I like you, how uh, you said uh, we have those sessions that we're having uh, pre-Europe, which will be nice just to get the legs going again, or or as they say in, in the Netherlands, <laughs> feel the bleed in your legs, uh, so work a little bit, um, but just getting touches on the ball and then going there and playing and yeah. being around each other, it's a cultural experience, right? So just as much as playing, yeah. it's almost secondary because you want to soak in the, the culture and be immersed in the culture, um, but we think it's a great experience and then Uh, especially for recruiting, especially for our team to bond. And then when you come back, uh, we'll basically have a month where we're having about um, up to 16 training sessions and one play date. So we'll be able to train uh, on certain days during the week. um, And then we'll have a a Mm -hmm. play date, so to speak, a a scrimmage day, basically, where we'll be able to play an opponent at the end of April. So I think when we played, there was no D3 spring season, right? That was not exactly. So now to have that, it, it's just it, it puts you at a, at a level yeah. where you can also compete against other divisions and say, look, we, we do do these things. It is almost year round a bit, too. But us being yeah. Central College, we always have the student athlete in mind and, and we're going to treat it as mm-hmm. we, we actually founded the D3 oh, wow. philosophy with Ken Weller, Dr. Ken mm-hmm. Weller was the president. So if you research that. It is very in our roots here at Central to to always honor the student and not get too carried away with. I mean, we we the talked athletic, about that G one or well. bust.
0: I don't think that's something people realize. I think they real they think they play the season and then, you know, they're not done, but they have some training. Like it continues, and so their commitment to the game is full time for all intents and purposes. And that's 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 the big unique differentiator, if you ask me, between. Central and Rutgers, right? And like just right down the road or Princeton or whatever. Is that it just not Princeton's different, but yep. um but I think well the Ivy Leagues are different. They don't they don't follow the same rules. Um but but your your commitment, you know, you're not you're a you're an athlete. You know, like they're they look at you a lot more like an athlete and less like a student. That's terrible. My D one friends are gonna send me hate mail, yeah. but um no that's good thank I'm sorry, you just hit that's the great advice i'm sorry i didn't see that i didn't see that i didn't see that yeah um hey you know what i this is this is great i i appreciate it i'm gonna try to use from the past in- interviews some couple pieces if i can finagle it but um I do appreciate you hopping on the second time. Um, it it was fun. I I promise we will do this all over again. And when we're recom or when I'm recombobulated. and uh, you know maybe after your trip we could talk about your trip because I would love to go into detail if you're comfortable with it of just talking through what a what a D three overseas trip looks like. Um, that would be fantastic and and if you want to have one of your players on that would be fantastic as well
1: yeah more than welcome to 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 ask me about it and i would love to yeah. anything i could talk about d3 and central college women's soccer central college as okay. a whole i'm game so Coach, reach out thank to you me. very
0: much this is awesome thanks If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my chief marketing officer. I think this keeps me